0: everyone welcome back to starting from the pits one for the road edition today you join me in my commute to work as per usual and today we're just gonna have a little catch up on everything that's happened this week it's not been a huge week not quite as huge as last week but there has been bits going on so let's just get into it so starting off the week it was a little bit chaotic i mean the whole thing going down with Christian Horner, the hit he- is it a hearing that's happening today? The investigation is starting today and I'm a little bit nervous. Like who I don't know what could be going on over at Red Bull. I feel like the fact that they haven't come out and said anything about it means that is it means that it is a little bit more sinister than we would like to think I personally think. Because I think if it was anything to do with, if it wasn't anything to do with like a sexual assault or anything like that, then um, I feel like they'd have come out and said that straight up and just been like, "Um, yo, this has not happened, just so you know. Um, And I think Christian would have said, I know he has denied the claims, but he hasn't specifically said, no, it's not anything. sexual or anything like that so I think it could be worse than we're expecting and the fact that um what's his name what the hell is his name I think the fact that Helmut Marco hasn't come out and said anything or has said that he's not commenting on the situation like he's the biggest gossip in the paddock (laughs) like it's not looking good it is not looking good apparently as well like Max's dad is completely not speaking to him which for him to not not speak to Christian Horner. Like that man has no leg to stand on if it's anything, like any form of abuse, he has no leg to stand on whatsoever. So it's gotta be bad. I can't help but feel bad for Jerry and the kids. And I don't know, it's just not a great situation, is it? But apparently the person who works for Red Bull didn't go to Red Bull GB because they thought nothing had happened. Like they didn't think it would they do anything about it so they went straight to Red Bull Austria and apparently they're the ones that have kicked it all off hence why there's separate lawyers involved because she went like somewhere else where she was not from so that's a little bit sort so I don't quite know what the full story is there also I'm saying she we don't even know if it's a woman it's been rumoured that it's a girl that this has happened to um, but nobody knows for sure. This is the problem. There's no straight facts with this. All we know is that there's an investigation going on with Christian Horner. That's it. There's no straight facts with it that's come out, which I think is, I think they need to because there's too much speculation going on. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> also, Christian has been advised to step down from his role, which it's got to be bad if something like that is being advised. Like, surely. I kind of this might be a bit controversial but if somebody's got an aggressive management style if it's aggressive and physical then obviously I do not condone that whatsoever but to be part of a championship winning team not everybody's going to be super nice and super flowery at all times are they like you've got to have that kind of winner's mindset and to have that you've got to have some form of aggression I don't know I feel like the way that that might come across, in my opinion, is not the greatest, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, not everybody's gonna be like, oh, it's okay if something goes wrong in that kind of environment. Red Bull and are known for being absolute savages. And it's like, there are re- there's a reason why the championship winners, I'm not condoning abuse whatsoever, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, there's, there's probably some form of questionable management styles, maybe, because of how well performing they are. I think that, because obviously there's going to be high tensions at all times. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And it's like high pressure, high stress. There's going to be moments where people snap. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, So yeah, there's going to be times where you don't maybe feel like the most loved person in the world, but it might've just been, I don't know. If it's a consistent thing and it's like, every single day day in day out and you feel like something's you know not right then obviously it's gonna affect you but yeah i think that's what i'm trying to say We're gonna have a nice short but sweet episode this week because i've said that these will be like 10 minute ones i think and my journey to work is 20 minutes so i need to not talk the whole time <laughs> okay this week we've had a lot of livery launches and the disappointment has been so real with these launches like Let's just start with Alpine. Let's just get the elephant in the room out of the way because what was that livery launch? They were showing us all this camo and I was so excited. I was like, colour, camo, pink. This is... I mean, I mentioned it in about three episodes. I was like, we're going to have some, something exciting from Alpine and they launch it and it's literally just carbon with some stripes of colour. And I was like, okay, well that Was disappointing. Who else have we had this week? We've had has they were the same, they've gotten rid of some of the white and it's gone full carbon with some details again. It's just not giving the way that I want it to. Like, do something, do Alpine. You were onto something there, maybe continue through with that. That would be absolutely beautiful. I understand they're probably going to do it in the merch and stuff like that, but like. We need it on the car. We need it on the car. There's certain aspects of the car that I understand have to be carbon. And I don't know, it just seems a little bit like, I know I get that you're all trying to save weight, but how much weight does it realistically save you? Just for a little bit of something exciting. Do you know what I mean? I just want a little bit of something. And then we've also had this morning, this morning we had Visa Cash App Klarna, 2.9% interest cash at Racing Bulls. RB, sorry, not Racing balls. not related to Racing balls or Red Bull whatsoever. Weird. So yeah, that happened. And pleasantly surprised actually. Williams and Racing Bulls, you did great. You did great. Well done team, because that livery looks beautiful. And do you know what, your name's a bit crap but I can put up with you if you have a nice livery. So you've redeemed yourself there guys. Well done. <laughs> Be interesting to see, cause I've noticed on a lot of the comparisons of the liveries, they've also compared the cars obviously because they've got new bits on them and stuff. I've also noticed that a lot of them, that a lot of them seem to have come in a bit more. Like towards the nose, it's not quite as bulky and it kind of just comes in a little bit more, they're a little bit more hourglassy, you know, Um, which I think is quite interesting, I don't know what kind of, aerodynamically I don't know what difference that's going to make because I'm quite clearly not an aerodynamicist, Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how much of a difference that makes and it'd be great to know how much of a difference it actually makes between those with paint on and those without, because Like I said, realistically, how much weight does it actually save? I'm not convinced that it's worth it to not have a cool livery, in my opinion. And also for the sponsors, the cooler the livery, the more attention they're gonna get. So I would be pushing for a better livery if I was them because then I would have more attention and more eyes on my sponsor, personally. I've heard quite a few people saying that they should bring in like a rule where only a certain amount of the car, like a certain percentage of the car can be fully exposed carbon. And I completely agree. I think it should be because again, it's another way of mandating and making the cars more equal. I know it's not necessarily a budget thing that the reason why certain teams have more carbon on show and things like that. Um, But I do definitely agree that, you know, Why not? I'm intrigued to see what the Red Bull are gonna do because Red Bull are usually quite samey samey and they don't show that much carbon. It's usually the red, the blue and a bit of yellow. There's no black really involved with Red Bull. So I'm intrigued as to how they're gonna go about how they're going to go about their whole livery. Same with Ferrari. I'm very, very intrigued about Ferrari. Are we going to get a full black livery? With little touches of red and yellow. Because I've heard there's a lot more yellow going to be on the car. So that could be interesting. news this week. It's been quite a roller coaster really for Formula One as of late. Like Lewis to Ferrari, I'm still not over that. (laughs) I'm still in like some sort of dream about that oh Silverstone have extended for another 10 years which is absolutely great however I don't feel like it should have to be extended I feel like it should just be a permanent always on (laughs) kind of campaign we always need Silverstone we always need these proper tracks and Madrid has been confirmed I know this wasn't this week this is a while ago but we might as well talk about it Madrid has been confirmed the Chicago Grand Prix has been spoken about that makes me feel a little bit uneasy why are we getting so many street tracks this is what is concerning me i understand formula e do it formula E do it well um but it kind of works in line what on earth is that car it kind of works in line with their ethos and i understand that formula one i want it to be more eco-friendly kind of thing but like the, per, the the circus of formula e is a lot smaller than formula one So it just doesn't take up quite as much. They only have one day to do qualifying practice and the race. So it's just not quite as invasive as Formula One. Um, And I'm just, I used to get so excited about a street track because they just weren't a thing that was common on the calendar. However, they're like always there now. We've got so many street races and it's like, It's not that rare now. It's not that exciting to have a street race. And it's like, is it really worth it? Can Can we bring in some classic tracks? I don't know many classic tracks because I've not been watching since I was born. But like Hockenheim, a lot of people miss Hockenheim. That's a great track. I don't know. I just feel like we need more classic tracks in there. And then the older fans can be happy. I get that we're trying to get in new audiences and stuff like that, but then we're also losing the older fans. And I feel like that's sadder and more important than getting in new ones, I don't know. I guess with new fans there's new money being invested, but I don't know, it just feels a bit like, where is this going from here, kind of thing. Like, are we gonna end up with all street tracks and then like two or three circuit races? And that's like completely against the point of Formula One. Formula One is about racing, you start on a racetrack. Anyway, I'm going off on one here. i hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the regular starting from the pits with lewis he was absolutely wonderful to speak to we mentioned a cute little app in that episode and all i'm going to say is keep your eyes peeled because we have some things coming (coughs) giveaway so that's all i'm going to say on the matter the racing line app go download it because I'm not joking, every single race series you could ever want to watch is on there to sort of get your head around and fill your schedule in. It's literally like the perfect partner for every race weekend. Like, You don't know what's going on, go on there and it'll literally tell you everything that's coming up this weekend that you want to watch. You select the different series that you want to choose and it'll show you everything that's going on that weekend. It's just literally exactly everything that we've been looking for. Thanks to Lewis for showing me that. and. Thanks to the guys at the Racing Line app for... Oh, what's going on here? We've got a bit of a confrontation going on, I think. Someone's just knocked on someone's door. What the hell? Oh. I think he's just scuffed his car. Oh dear. Naughty, naughty. Okay, anyway, (laughs) what was I talking about? Yeah, shout out to Lewis for showing me the app and shout out to the guys at the Racing Line app because The app is unreal, it's exactly what we've been looking for, and all I'll say is just keep your eyes peeled for some stuff with them. I think we're coming to a nice end for this episode this week. I haven't really, like I've been so invested in the whole Christian Horner thing and trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And trying to dig my way through all of the rumors that i've kind of forgotten about the rest of the racing world and like livery launches i've just seen them as and when i've not i'm not, t- not tuned into any of them how bad of me i have a full formula one podcast so i don't even know when any of i don't know when any of the other dates are either anyway i digress i said this was going to be a short episode i'm really at work so that went out the window and anyway yeah hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining me on my commute to work. I hope you have a lovely day and a lovely weekend. Let me know what you're up to. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave a rating if you did. Recommend to a friend. You know, like, subscribe, that whole palaver. And I will see you in the next episode of One for the Run. Bye. Bye.